Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. You know that the fact that I will not admit that I am wrong is just one of the core tenants of sports talk radio. So why would you ever expect that I would do it when I'm making a living off of doing it? It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I know, I know you think you're looking out for me and I should do the right thing and all that, but really, it's just, it's just another way of like really sticking it to me and saying, I told you so, I'll give you your way out if you want. Well, I, I was just trying to offer you an olive branch and mm. you, you basically spit in my face. That's, no. That's what you did. No, no, I said, not... I'm going down with the ship. That's what no, I said. Well, well it's, it's spit in the face, slap in the face. It's the same difference. No. I gave you an opportunity to get out of the bet when it became clear and obvious that Memphis had an uphill climb to win this series in six games. Keep it in mind, if the series goes seven, no matter who wins, I win the bet. I'm mm-hmm. getting a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue, mm-hmm. which is about 100 bucks. I offered you an option where you would only have to pay me 50 bucks in the way of a bottle of Michter's bourbon. That, that's what I did. I basically said, listen, oh, it's not looking good for you. They lost home court in game one. John Morant is hurt. Even if he plays in game two, he's going to be diminished because it's his right hand, which is his shooting hand. So it's just, it made sense to go ahead and take the opt-out as opposed to trying to see it through and double down. I don't get why you're doubling down in this situation. It's funny. You offered me a settlement, and it wasn't even half of what I was asking for. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you, I mean, you're taking a very Fox News stance, and I can't even say that because they settled for $800 million with Dominion voting machines. No, I listen, don't understand what you're doing right now. No, it makes no right sense. Now, what I'm doing right now is there's none of us that expected, let's just say, the Sacramento Kings to be up two games to none on the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I was right? wrong on that one. I was wrong on that one. As, I, as I was own I. That. I own so I, I am... The way that this has all swayed in the direction of the Lakers, I would prefer to zig while everybody else is zagging, and I will go down with the ship if need be. That's the way it is. Well, you're going, you're 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 going down. At least you know what what's happening. You know that you're going down with it. It's like the Titanic. You know what's going to happen. I'm playing the violin. That's yeah, what you're, I'm doing. you're that guy. You want to be that guy. You know what's going to happen. Exactly. Ain't a whole lot of mystery what's happening with the Lakers and the Grizz. Well, as far as the Golden State Warriors are concerned, they're down two games to none. And Draymond Green, of course, did what Draymond Green does last night when he stomped on the chest of DeMontis Sabonis after Sabonis grabbed his ankle in a whole tie-up, and it just is very reminiscent of what we have seen so, so many times from Draymond. There are reports out there that perhaps he is not going to be suspended, and we shall see. Personally, I think he should be. Uh, I understand the thought process of you know suspending a player during the postseason is, you know, you don't want to do it. It's borderline dangerous. To me, 
If I'm going to suspend a player for taking one step off the bench for a postseason game in the middle of a melee, I could suspend a player for stomping on somebody's chest, and that's absolutely what should have happened, especially when you listen to Draymond's explanation after the game. My leg got grabbed second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. So you didn't really see where you were stepping? You just kind of... I, I can only step so far and pulling my leg away. So, what was... it is what it is. You were not trying man, to... Man, he should be suspended just for that explanation. Exactly. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm not the most flexible person. I, I, don't need a lesson in, over the I don't need cannon. a lesson in Draymond biomechanics, okay? <laughs> I, 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 if he wouldn't have said anything... I. I would have been more inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt. But the fact that he came out with that BS explanation lets me know that there was some intent involved with him stepping on Sabonis' torso. Now, that being said, I do think context matters when it comes to Draymond Green and, and his actions because if Sabonis doesn't flail around when when everybody's going up for that loose ball, if he doesn't fall on the ground, if he doesn't grab Draymond Green's ankle and not let him run back on offense – then maybe that play doesn't happen. And maybe we're not in a situation where the ref is forced to give a technical to Sabonis and a flagrant two to Draymond. But because Sabonis did instigate that incident, now we're talking about the fallout of it. And and that's why I can't absolve either player on that. And I do believe that the refs in real time got the call right and they doled out the discipline accordingly. I don't think Draymond should be suspended for game three. And we're just getting this from the athletic um, they're reporting that it's looking unlikely that Draymond Green will be suspended for Game 3 after stepping on Sabonis when Sabonis grabbed his leg on Monday night. Per sources around the situation, they expect to find, but that Green will be available for Game 3 given the ejection and flagrant 2 uh, in Game 2. So, here, I, 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 go ahead. Here, here's a problem with it, though, okay? Two things. Go ahead. Number one, Draymond didn't need to step on the guy's chest. He could have just gone down and taken the flop, and he would have gotten the call. And it would have been a flagrant one, or maybe even a flagrant two, and it would have just been on Sabonis. But he had to do what Draymond does. And then number two, Chris, it's difficult for me to not suspend a guy in this instance when we will do it in other instances where it's just stupid. I mean, I saw Patrick Ewing one year miss a playoff game and lose an entire series because he literally took a half a step off the bench during during that's different that's different that's How? different it's we're a talking fight. about no no we're talking about a player being directly involved though we're talking about a player being directly involved in the play that's the difference patrick, patrick Ewing, was Ewing not... took a step off the off the off the bench like literally a step over the line, and he was suspended for a game. Yeah, because that's the NBA's policy, and they're trying to create a melee from potentially getting worse with people that are non-participants joining the, the altercation. Well, what and would have protected a melee from getting worse would not be stepping on his chest. You know what I mean? I, that I, I, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, Draymond Green was directly involved in the play because Sabonis grabbed his ankle. Yep. There was an action by Sabonis. There was a reaction by Draymond. Did the reaction go over the line? Of course it did, which is why the refs tossed him last night. But it's not as if that happened in a vacuum. Context matters with these situations. Listen. So I think that's why the league is taking this tack. And to your point earlier, 
You are deciding a playoff series if you suspend Draymond Green for game three. You are. I mean, Draymond Green being off the floor last night decided the outcome of that game because right after that, Gary Payton II nailed a three in the corner to tie the ball game at 93. But then you're talking about the Sacramento Kings proceeding to score 23 points on 10 or 15 shooting and grabbing seven rebounds. Prior to that, prior to that moment in the fourth quarter, the Kings scored eight points on three or eight shooting and three rebounds. So there's, there was a clear difference in Draymond Green being available for his team and being available on the defensive end of the court versus him being out of the game. And for a team that scores buckets easier than anybody in the NBA, you kind of want to have Draymond out there on the court. So I think that was punishment enough for both the player and the Warriors having Green out for the critical moments in the fourth quarter of Game 2. So Green, in your mind, cost them the game last night, him not being on the floor. Yes. Do you think they win the game if he was on the floor the rest of the way? Yes. See, that's up in the air for me. I can't well, speak Well, it's a sports hypothetical that we can never prove, yeah, so it doesn't no. really matter. But no, we can, I know. We can quantify the impact of Draymond being on the court in the fourth quarter versus him being off the court in the fourth quarter, and that's what we saw. There was a clear difference in defense, and there was a clear difference in rebounding for a guy that prides himself on being the heartbeat and the, the, the soul of the defense for the Golden State Warriors. Him not being on the court against – one of the, if not the best offense in the league, is going to be of consequence. Listen, I think it's a fair argument on your point completely to say you don't want it to cost you two games in a series, that that might be a little bit unfair. But to me, at some point, I know that this is his game. I just feel like, given his history, and given the point in the game in which it happened, if it happened earlier, I probably would have agreed with you. But... Because it happened with seven minutes left, I personally would make sure that he was not playing. Now, it looks like this is going to go in your direction to begin with because the league, and I I get this too, the league certainly is not uh, wanting to have their best players not on the court, especially when it comes to the defending champions who are going up against a team that is elite scoring the basketball. I could see it both ways. Myself, I would suspend him. But it leads to a bigger question that is fascinating. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. And that is, what is the future for Draymond in Golden State at this point? Alan Hahn, host of Barton Hahn on 98.7 ESPN uh, in New York and uh, analyst for the Knicks on MSG, was on Get Up This Morning speaking about Draymond. When their season's Bye. over, Bye. I think, I you think, think this is the, the last of Draymond in a Warriors uh, how old uniform. Is he? How old 33. Is he? 33. I mean, we, st- we think he's going to learn anything at this point. You cost your team a championship doing things like this. He is beyond that at this point. You you know what you get with him. You take it because what makes him a jerk is what makes him good. It certainly helps them a lot of times, and it doesn't. But in these situations, this is what's going to come up with him. And that's why when it comes time to give him a contract, a guaranteed one, multi-year, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it to us to continue to be over the luxury tax for a player like this? Can he still help us win championships? Plays like this, do not. Draymond Green has a player option for $27.5 million, Chris. If he's not going to be on the Warriors, it's going to be because they're going to trade him. It's not going to be because he's going to walk away from $27.5 million. Yeah, and they're not going to trade Draymond Green if he 
decides that he's going to opt in for 2023-2024 just because of what he means to that team. They're not going to get rid of Draymond Green. They'll continue to pay the luxury tax because this guy has been instrumental in them winning four championships. I mean, when you start power ranking the most important figures in the Golden State Warriors dynasty, you'd probably have to say he's right there second or third, right? I mean, in the combination. I, yeah. I, would, I would argue that he's the second most important player behind Steph Curry. I think he's more important than Klay Thompson was uh, or continues to be. I, I would say that he's probably third behind Steve Kerr. So, I mean, th- that's how instrumental Draymond has been to this franchise, franchise's ascent. And so I don't think that the organization would just trade him away if he decides that he's going to opt in for next season. I, I think they would kind of – listen, they can tell him that we're probably not going to give you a contract after right. next season, which might inform his decision this summer – but, I, I, I mean, if Draymond Green isn't in Golden State next year, it's because Draymond Green doesn't want to be, not because the Warriors don't want him to but be. But let me ask you this question, and this is where it comes down for me. And, it's, and with Draymond, I don't think it's all about money, okay? Yeah. But if Draymond decides to become an unrestricted free agent, will he get the amount of money that will make it such an incredible no-brainer of a decision for him to walk away from the Warriors this year? I don't know that that's the case. Is he is Draymond going to hit the open market and get seventy five million dollars from somebody at this point? What, what do you mean? You're talking about like if he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Oh, if he does not, you're saying seventy five million over, over a what? few years. Well, if he's taking seventy five over three years, that's less than what he would no, get. No, on, what I'm saying ahead. is, is somebody going to offer him that? I mean. I, I don't. I don't know that somebody's going to give him, you know, forty, fifty million dollars a year. I, I just don't see that. I think no. What I he agree. Does, what he does is so niche. No, this is this is my point. There is not a definitive team. I don't think that would turn around and hand him a fortune to walk away from the Warriors. So why walk away when you can make another twenty-eight million? doing what you've been doing for the last several years and being comfortable and even perhaps taking another run in a championship. Yeah, and that's the other thing. When you look at the roster construction for the Golden State Warriors, it makes more sense for them to stay committed to this core of players and give it another run because after next season, Clay Thompson's a free agent. Draymond Green would be a free agent. That seems like it would be more of an inflection point for the dynasty and allow the organization to make a clean transition if they do want to rip the Band-Aid off. To me, that makes more sense. I, I don't see it as a situation that makes sense to, you know, break it down, you know, you know, through phases. If you're going to break it down, just break it all the way down after next year. Don't do it this summer. Yeah, put it this way. I don't – It Draymond has to be in a very specific situation to be as effective as he is for the Warriors – and, like, one of those situations, like, you'd look at and say, well, is Draymond going to go be a Boston Celtic? No. Draymond Green's not going to go play for the Boston Celtics. I don't buy that for a second. Mm-hmm. Right? He has to be in one of those teams where you are ready to win, and that is the element that you are missing. Now, I will be clear about something. I think Draymond Green with the Boston Celtics would be really, really interesting. I think he oh, would be listen, a great fit. I think it'd be interesting. I, I, I don't know that a, he would go. I think, I think he would be a great fit, and he's exactly what they need. 
a guy that can give you interior defensive presence and a guy that can initiate offense because that's something that they've struggled with in Boston. So I do think that there are places where Draymond would fit that have championship aspirations. I think he could fit in Philly nicely. Yeah, like I said, there are places that would be – but I don't know that it would make sense for what they would be willing to commit to him for Draymond to decide that he's going to opt out and leave this summer. I just don't see that. Yeah, neither do I at this point because Draymond – it's hard to imagine him playing for somebody else, even though I think he will, but it's not going to be next year. I, I just don't see him walking away from $28 million with the Golden State Warriors. This was a quote from Draymond uh, in an interview with Taylor Rooks from Bleacher Report, and this is on the idea that he might have to leave Golden State. Quite frankly, the writing is on the wall. I understand the business. We tend to get into this mindset that someone owes us something because of what we've accomplished. You'd be an idiot to walk around feeling that way. Like, I feel like you're just setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up for heartbreak. You're setting yourself up for disappointment as opposed to saying, no, let me learn this business. I mean, he knows the score. Draymond, if there's one thing nobody's ever accused Draymond being, it's dumb. Draymond knows exactly what he is doing at all times. Yeah, he does. The thing that I don't understand, though, is Sabonis and Draymond taking this thing to the next level. Like Sabonis getting tests done. Oh, yeah. On his, run on his, <laughs> what, what is it, his lungs. He's having those looked at. Draymond Green asking for an x-ray on his ankle. Believes it was injured in that instance with, with Sabonis grabbing it. Like, this is just... This is absolutely ridiculous. Like these are two guys that that push it right up to the line when it comes to dirty play, that are just taking what happened last night to the next level. Canty, I got a text earlier. It really is. It really does give me a chuckle. It's oh, hilarious. Yeah. No, I, I, Canty, I got a text from a friend earlier who was asking or was asking about whether or not Draymond was going to be suspended, and he said, "Is Sabonis out of the ICU yet?" <laughs> <laughs> It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments, one of the top names in the upcoming NFL draft is going to join us. Where exactly is Will Anderson Jr. going to go? We will discuss with him in moments after this from our friends at Indeed. If April is showering your company with open positions, then check out Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with your quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. Then invite them to apply and get connected. No more jumping from site to software to cell phone. You can easily schedule and conduct virtual interviews all on the Indeed dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Don't blink next Thursday night because if you do, you're probably going to miss this guy's name getting called at the 2023 NFL Draft. He is Will Anderson of the Alabama Crimson Tide, dominant edge rusher who joins us right now. Will, it's Chris Carlin and Chris Canty. We appreciate a few minutes. First of all, I got to ask you, saw you on Get Up today. Where did you get those phenomenal pants? Those are outstanding. What is that pattern? They look like they are leopard skin. I mean, fill me in here. Those were tremendous. So, it's, well, I'm from Georgia, so we have this place called, like, Atlanta, uh, Second Avenue Streetwear, and it's just, like, a whole bunch of, like, old vintage clothes and, like, stuff like that. And they're from Zara, but uh, it was they were cool, so I was, like, grabbing them. I told my sister to grab them for me. And I really don't know, but I thought they were dope, so I put them on today. Do you know if they make them in super big and tall? Because I'm like a 44 waist. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen these before. I was trying to look it up and see if they had a sweatshirt to go with it, but I don't know the name of them. <laughs> but if they do, I'll let you know. Will, how much of your fashion sense do you get from your four sisters? Because I know they play a huge role in your life. Uh, a, a good little bit. A good little bit. They try to be my stylist here and there sometimes. Uh it's really just me and my it's my sister that I'm closest with, Taria. We're kind of close in age, so we kind of know, like, the you know, the new vibes, everything, and the style <laughs> is, the, you know, the latest. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Will, let's get to it, man, because a lot of the storylines, a lot of the narratives in this draft have been around the four quarterbacks that are expected to go in the top half of the first round. But as recently as yesterday evening, you are now the odds-on favorite to go with the number two overall pick to the Houston Texans. How does it feel to have your name in that kind of consideration, understanding that the quarterback position is considered the most important position in all of team sports? Yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, I, I think it's a really big blessing. 
you know, but you can never know what really goes on until Thursday night and you get that phone call. So um, I'm very, I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just, I'm not going to get my hopes up high. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really know, but just to be mentioned with that, it's a big blessing, but it really just shows that, you know, uh, all your hard work is paying off and you know how much people respect you. Will Anderson Jr., the Alabama Crimson Tide, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Well, what's this whole process been like since the season ended for you and, and going through all of this from the combine to the visits to all of it? Yeah, the combine was probably a little different just because you got to get your body in the best shape possible for, you know, the stuff that you have to do at the combine in like a month and a half, really. But it was, you know, it was fun. You know, I'm embracing it. I'm taking it all in. And then after the combine, the process really hasn't been too bad. It's been smooth. I only had like two visits, Zoom calls with teams. I get to work out every day, spend some time with my family too, and just keep crafting my game. So the process has been very smooth. You know, I couldn't ask for a better process than the one I'm going through right now. Will, when I played as a stacked defensive lineman in a 34 scheme, I I used to model my game after Leonard Marshall from the New York Giants and Richard Seymour of the New England Patriots as guys that were really good at playing the role that I was being asked to in that defense. And I'm curious to know, during your time at Alabama and and what you project to be at the next level, who are some of the players that you've modeled your game after in order to try to learn things from and in order to try to execute when you're competing? Yeah, so for me, I, I, I used to like to watch, you know, Von Miller, Khalil Mack, and, you know, um, Nick Bosa, just because those guys are, like, really powerful guys, but they also can do speed moves as well. And, you know, their approach to pass rush, but also playing the run and also doing so much other things. They do a really good job at a lot of stuff. But just going speed to power and then working off the speed to power and then hitting them with speed. So those are kind of the guys I watch, you know, at my time at Alabama. Will Anderson, Jr. of Alabama, joining us on Canty and Carlin. He's going to get called very early in the NFL draft next week. What does Will Anderson bring to the team that drafts him? Will Anderson brings a guy who's relentless, going to give it all he got, does his job at a high level, but also, you know, bring others with him and bring his teammates with him and make sure that everybody's doing the right thing and holding not only himself accountable, but everybody around him accountable. But just an all right, good guy, great athlete, great person. So that's what any team that drafts me, they're getting a complete player. <clears throat> Will, Will, just out of curiosity, uh, your former teammate Bryce Young is projected to be the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. Can you tell us a little bit about what makes him special and what makes him worthy of being the top overall selection in this year's draft? Yeah, I really just think it's the type of person he is. You know, he's a great guy. Great athlete, great teammate, great brother. You know, I can't say enough good things about Bryce, but I would just say his approach to games, his approach to practice, and his approach to this whole, you know, the football in general, he does a really good job of preparing for games. Uh, he takes it very serious, but he also knows how to get the guys around him to get to playing and playing up to this journey that, you know, that we have at Alabama. So he's going to do a really good job at the next level. I'm super excited for him. He's going to do big things. Now, All Will, right. just to keep it a buck, are you excited about being able to finally hit him and sack him? Because I know you got mad and not being able to hit him when he's got that special jersey on in practice. Are you excited about being able to compete against him and to actually hit Bryce Young when you got the shoulder pads on? I told him, I said, I'm going to be coming for him now. I said, I said, Coach Saver can't save you no more. <laughs> Hey, Will, how about, the, how about the role of Nick Saban? I mean, in terms of getting you ready for the league, what is it that people don't understand about Nick Saban as a coach and his ability to help develop you guys in, in terms of your long-term uh, prospects? 
I think they just don't understand the mindset that he has. You know what I'm saying? He's very a type of structured guy, very disciplined. And, I mean, he's been around so long. He's seen so much different type of things, and he knows what's right, and he knows what's helped him. And I feel like that's what he really tried to do with his players. He he tries to get us to see, you know, the bigger picture of everything. And, you know, if you want to be successful, how to be successful every day. And that's really what I learned from him, just watching him and meet and watching him in practice, watching him watching film, all those good things. I've brought it to my game, and it helps me so much. And it, I feel like it puts me light years ahead of a lot of people just because I have that knowledge. And I got to be around him, and he got to be a mentor and a coach for me. And I got to see how he works. Will, what was the most interesting pre-draft visit that you had? Um, all my, you know, I've been to the Texans and I've been to uh, Detroit. All both of those visits were great. Uh, both great coaching staffs. Um, they they do a lot of really good things on defense. Going to use me, you know, exactly how I want to be used. So I mean, both of those teams uh, were really great. Both of those visits were great. Both head coaches were great. So um, I had a good time at both of those places. Well, you know, if you're the Lions at this point, you better think about moving up if you're going to get you. Is When you go through these processes with these teams, they're trying to learn about you, but what are you learning about them? What are you going into, whether it was the meetings at the Combine or these in, these couple of uh, in-house visits, what are you trying to learn about them? Really how they connect with people and how, you know, what's their coaching style like, what their approach is like, what their delivery is like. Because for me, I never want to go to a coach that's, you know, going to be my friend, going to be really friendly with me. I need somebody that's going to be on me, you know, push me to be better every day, uh, push me to my limits, even if I don't feel like it that day or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, all the teams I spoke with, um, all of those coaches, you know, they've done a really good job of coaching. And, you know, I like the way they move. I like their style of coaching. So it's been great. So those are some of the things I look for, you know, just going into these meetings and getting to meet these new coaches. Talking to former Alabama All-American Will Anderson on Canty and Carlin. And, and Will, with my first NFL check, my signing bonus, I went out and bought a house. What will be your first purchase when you sign your contract and you get your signing bonus in the NFL? I got to take care of moms. That's the first one. got to take care of moms. <laughs> so is that buying mom a new house? Yes, sir. All right. There it is. There it is. I love it. <laughs> love to hear it. Love to hear it. And, Will, what is it, before we let you go, just that, that people don't know about you as the player and as the person? Yeah, um, probably just how much I love the game and my passion for the game. It's none other, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way I approach the game and the way I feel about this game, you know, it's different. It's a different type of love for it. So, you know, that's one thing people probably might not, you know, see or, you know, think, but it's, it's different than how everybody else view it. Have you picked out the outfit for draft night? Yeah, I got it. I got it. It's, it's, it's going to be fly. It's going to be fly. <laughs> well, listen, man, enjoy next Thursday night. We know it's a special night for you. We know you'll be there, and Chris and I will be talking to you afterward after you get drafted. We appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. That's Will Anderson, who is now favored to be selected second overall, can't he? at plus 150, followed by C.J. Stroud at plus 260, Will Levis now at plus 270. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Coming up, Bryce Young, his odds continue to strengthen. We'll tell you why in moments. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and Series 6M, Channel 80. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. I think Bryce Young has a chance to be a superstar. He should be wearing a cape on the field with the things that he's able to do. I think Bryce Young's accuracy, anticipation, and arm strength is rare and special. I think he's a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. Manufactured weight to get to 204, but what are you going to be in November of 2023 when you're playing in the NFL? I'm confident in myself. I know what I can do, and you know I'm just excited to get to that next level. Well, we're about to find out just exactly how much size matters. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Before we get to Bryce Young, I got a little bit of an issue. I I keep, uh, Canty, like I'm the guy that's getting sucked into these Instagram ads and I keep buying things off of them. Really? My problem is buying stuff off of Amazon. Like I'll get prompted yeah. through emails to buy stuff, and I'm just sitting there thinking about, okay, yeah, I could actually use that, and I exactly. buy stuff. And the problem is <laughs> Amazon makes it so easy because they've yes. already got all of your credit card information stored. Yes. So it's literally just like buy now. And Slide you just, your just, finger, <laughs> it's over. It's it. It's done. <laughs> Amazon is so easy. I'm big fella. It makes it so easy. And while we're on the subject of online shopping, yeah. discovered something through my wife called Instacart. I will oh. literally never go to the grocery store ever again. <laughs> never. First of all, I don't do the cook, cooking in my household. Mel does that. But like, so when she's going to the grocery store, it's not just to get certain staples or toiletries, things of that nature, everyday items, but she's going to pick out the cuts of meat and, you know, buy chicken, you know, beef, whatever, whatever we're eating. And so I don't buy any of that stuff. When I get told to go to the grocery store, it's usually like for paper towel or for toothpaste or shampoo, by the way. We need those types of things. Instacart, don't have to worry about it ever again. Here's the problem for me, okay? Amazing. Do, do you and Mel, would you, would you term this as you and Mel splitting up household duties? Like, do yes. you do? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So no. for me, one of them for me, Cheryl hates going to the supermarket, hates it. I do that. If I start doing the Instacart, that's going to look like I'm half-assing it. That's going to look like I'm I'm just lazy. Like, she's, there's no Instacart for the laundry. (laughs) You know what I mean? She's doing the laundry. Uh, Yeah, honey, I did the shopping. Hey, okay, here he is. He's at the front door now. That's not going to work. What's the problem with it's, that? It's called the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law. It's very important in marriage. You will learn about it. Yeah, but here's <laughs> my thing. If I can throw money at it, then why not? <laughs> like Instacart, I think it costs 100 bucks for a year membership. Mm-hmm. It's money well spent. I what tell are you. we talking about? I don't have to go to the I know. Think about it. I don't have to fight traffic to get to the grocery store. I don't have to fight traffic in the grocery store. I think about what I want, the list that are on the sh- the the items that are on the shopping list that my wife tells me to get. Literally pick out those things, put them in my cart, check out, 
it's at my door in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. What is wrong? Like, that's seamless. That's easy. That, why, why, that's why, why would you choose to do things the hard way when there's an easier alternative? Because at some point, she's going to see that you are doing it the easy way, and those, those jobs that were split up down the middle now don't feel like they're split up. All you did was click, 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 done. And it's not going to go. It's not going to go right for you. I'm just telling you. These are the it's, little. It's, listen, it's again, been working right for me the last couple months. It can't get no writer, big fella. I, all right, it can't I, get I no writer. <laughs> all I'm telling you is that that letter of the law versus the spirit of the law. You have to remember that in some instances. I'll, I'll take it a step further. I've become a Costco guy, and Costco? I was never. I was never a. Uh, I was never a Costco guy because it's just me and my wife and the dog. We don't need seventy pounds. Of pretzel nuggets, you know? I got you. McCanty. I've gone lately. It's something. Yeah. Costco is something. Costco, also on Instacart, just so you know. <laughs> I already just, pay a membership so, for Costco. Just, now just, I got to pay a membership for Instacart. Just, I gotta just, pay, I'm, just, many, I'm just telling you, just so you know, Costco, also on Instacart. You know how many <laughs> monthly subscriptions I have on my card right now? That are just doing nothing for me. How many useless newspapers I'm paying for? Big fella, I'm just, I'm just here to try to make your life easier. And I, I just Instacart has been transformative for me. You like, you know how all of these players, all of these teams are talking about drafting players that are going to make change their franchises' fortunes. They're uh-huh. going to be culture changers. They're going to be program changers. Instacart has been a program changer for the Canty household. I'm okay, well, all I can tell you is... I, My number I, one overall pick, Instacart. Even over Amazon, I'm taking Instacart. Oh, wow. That means I ain't got to go to the damn grocery store. That means that means you just passed up on C.J. Stroud, and I'll take him at number two with Amazon. I'm good there. I'll make that work. Okay. I'll tell you the other thing, too. You go to Costco, and they got five boxes of my favorite cereal. Oh, bingo. We are good to go, cowboy. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.